Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp, and I'm the founder of the podcast. And for those of you that are seasoned listeners, thank you so much for listening to another segment. With me today is a fabulous woman, the name by Mel McSherry. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about who Mel is. So Mel McSherry, her pronouns are she and they, is an international business and life guide, speaker, author, and podcast host. She works with inspired entrepreneurs who are exhausted and overwhelmed by what they think they need to do in order to be successful. She helps them to honor their lives and engineer success through human design, spiritual, and traditional frameworks. As an entrepreneur since 2010, Mel has launched two successful businesses, published two books, launched a successful podcast, and created a true life by design, all while raising an 11-year-old son. She has worked with thousands of people, helping them connect to how they are designed to work, get crystal crystal clear, y'all, on what they want and prioritizing their time as well as their energy so they can create the success that they desire while being profitable mentally, emotionally, and financially every day. And y'all, this is live. So without further ado, let's welcome Mel McSherry. Hello! Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, Mel. And I'm loving the glasses color. So I just thank you. Throw that. Zilul is one of my favorite uh, eyeglass places. They have the craziest, like funkiest, one of a kind glass frames. So yeah, I'm here for it. (laughs) It's my accessory. (laughs) Love it. So now we're gonna jump into the connection part of the segment before we do the main part. So this is the part where the audience gets to know a little bit more about you personally and professionally, and we could either do a rapid tent fire question game or an icebreaker. What would you like? (gasps) Let's do rapid fire. Here we go, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Genesis. I think we got some theme music. (laughs) (laughs) Question number one, favorite color. Purple. Question number two, if you could trade places with anyone, would you trade places or remain yourself? Remain myself. Question three, what's one word to describe you? Unique. Question four, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or hey, let's go big and have both? Dream home. Question five, what's your happy place? Ooh, probably would have to be, even though nobody lives there anymore, my grandmother's house up in the mountains of Colorado. Mm, Okay. Question six. What is your favorite pastime? My favorite pastime is to, ah, read. I'm going to go with read. (laughs) We'll go with read. Question seven. I am very observant and I see that you have some ink on one of your wrists. I think it's mm-hmm. your right. What what tattoo do you have? That's the Unalom. Oh, okay. What made you get that? 
so this actually, my best friend and I have this habit when we finally get together to just randomly get tattoos. And so we finally met up with each other. She lives in Florida and she looked at me, she goes, do you want to get a tattoo? And I said, sure. So I always have a running Pinterest board and I just found the one that was the smallest that we could just slide into a tattoo place to get it. <laughs> but this is one of uh, 11 tattoos I have. Oh, okay. Question eight. Okay. Name one crazy thing that you have done in your life, but it built your character. Oh, um, one crazy thing. This is going to sound, I don't know. I'm just going to say probably the craziest thing is I got divorced. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And it was crazy because I, it was very shocking to me because it was a good marriage, but it was something that I knew we both deserved more. So that's kind of the crazy end of it is that nobody really thought that we were ever headed that way. Wow. Okay. And question nine, here we go. I want you to think about the place you could go in the world. Money was no option. Da -da -da! Here's the kicker. You just found out they're not flying back to your home base for three weeks because the pilots are on strike. So where are you headed? Everywhere. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. At the time of this recording, I am currently in Chicago and it is 13 degrees outside. So I'm going to go with the Maldives. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yes, take me there. So right. question 10. It is our pass or play question, and here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed, and you get to ask me any question. If you play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? Ooh, I want to pass. Okie dokie. What's your question? If you could change one thing that you did this year, what would it be? Oh, ooh, one thing that I did this year. That could be personally or professionally. Hmm. I would probably say my attitude because there are some <laughs> days where it's like, do you want the Genesis BC before Christ or do you want the Genesis AC after Christ? <laughs> and if you get me on the wrong day and you said something off the cuff, I tell people I am a WIP, a whip without the H, so a work in progress. And I'm like, Lord help me. Num yo ho renge kyo. That's amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> I think that's something everyone could work on because our attitudes are not always perfect. But hey, we're human and we're working on better versions of ourselves. So my attitude. Every exactly every day. So and so thank you for for being human and saying that out loud. <laughs> So y'all, that concludes the connection part of the segment. Now we're going to dive in to one of Mel's jam and it's time and energy as well as weaving in mother, motherhood, because there is no rule book, no handbook. And sometimes let's be honest, that can deplete your time and energy too, being a mama. So Mel, let's talk about the work that you do and how you help people take ownership and control their time and energy because if we don't manage our own time and energy but we're giving it to other people then we're left depleted and we're wondering why you're the one who mm -hmm. set that up for your success so because you're the one that can control 
where you spend your time and energy, other people don't control that for you mm-hmm. unless they're dependent on you, like your children. And you can't just say, okay, get back in that stomach or go back right. up there. Like, <laughs> yeah. And first of all, I love it. I, thank you for saying that of, of, of telling and reminding everyone how much control you really have. Cause that's, part of what I do is just reminding people, especially since I, I primarily work with women and femme identified entrepreneurs who, and some are, most are mothers that we have full say on where we spend our time and energy and honoring that is always step number one. It's like, you know, any 12 step program, the first step is always be, know you have a problem. And when you know you have a problem and you're aware of that problem, that gives you so much more space to find different solutions for you. And especially as a caregiver, as a mom, it's so easy to get wrapped up in that title and what that looks like or means to to yourself and or others. But to also remind yourself that you are still the same person you were when you had this child, there's just a new element here. So with this new information, what new decisions can you make to take care of you? And yes, it is always easier said than done. I mean, I've been a primary caregiver. My, uh, even when I was married, I'm divorced now. My husband at the time was gone a ton. And being in Chicago, I don't have any family here. It took me a hot minute to really figure this whole thing out tack on undiagnosed postpartum depression. And it was just like that first year was a wash. And what helped me kind of get back to me is understand that I'm still me. So I can still own that. I can still own what's important to me. And yeah, I can, I I might have to shift it because I have this little person next to me. However, there's things that I can include him in, or there's things where I can hire a babysitter and go do if you're financially able to do that. But especially when it comes to maintaining your energy and time and energy together is because we talk a lot about time management. People are like, manage your time, manage your time, manage your time. Yeah, that's fine. Like everybody kind of knows how to do that. It's what we do inside of that time that is more profitable to you mentally, emotionally, and financially. So I could put on my schedule, okay, from 9 a.m. to 10.30, I'm going to, you know, do X, Y, Z. And then I wake up that morning with low energy, not even motivated to do that. So I'm either going to completely not do anything and then punish myself or force myself, hate every single minute of it and not get as much done as I was going to. Or go, you know what? That instead of this, let's look at my to-do list or my task list. What on there matches the energy that I have now? And let's get that off the list and then move whatever this is to another time where I might have some more energy. I think we get too caught up in having to stay true to what we promised to ourselves when really we have full say to move things around when needed. Yes, I love that because part of being able to move things around when needed and being true to ourselves and then checking in with ourselves is a part of knowing and establishing boundaries because you're holding Mm. yourself accountable and if you don't have certain boundaries and constraints for you then how do you expect other people in your life to respect your time and energy when you don't even respect it Mm -hmm. 
I was uh, reading one of my personal development books the other day, and I she was talking about how we have this uh, analogy where we're like, you know, you have to give from a full cup. And she was like, screw that. Give people what's left over onto the from the saucer, like give from the saucer. And I was like, that. I've never heard that before. And that is genius. Like you should consistently have your cup full first. And then whatever is left over energy wise, that's what belongs to people nothing else. And I think that gives that flips that story into such a different perspective because then it's really like, Oh no, no, that's, you know, me first, you can be me first. I mean, you, you hear this all the time on the air on the airplane, right? Like put your mask on first and then assist others. Now as a mom, would I do that? Probably not because in the height of the moment, I'd probably just be on my son, but the premise is still the same. If you aren't available, if you can't take care of yourself, then honestly you are not helpful to anyone else. And that's not the point. So then a question here, because the audience may be saying, okay, Mel and Genesis, this sounds great, but I need a playbook. Like how do I truly manage my time and energy? And I know you also work on human design. So can you give like a high level overview? Because I think that could be interwoven into time and energy, if I'm correct here. Most definitely. Um, so for those of you who are listening who don't know what human design is, human design is a tool that combines Kabbalah, I Ching, astrology, astrology, chakras, and quantum physics. And what it does is it's an energetic blueprint of how we are designed to process information, to be, it helps us understand our boundaries, our workflow, our style, all of those things. And honestly, even, and there's a lot of online places where you can get your free, you know, charts and there's a lot of information there, but let's just go with types. So there's five types in human design. And so there's um, generator, manifesting generator, manifester, projector, and reflector. Each one of these comes with a different set of energy styles. So even just doing that, so if you're a generator, you have a stair step style, which means you're going to master something and then you're going to hit a wall where you need to stop and celebrate and reassess. And it could be an instant stair step. It could be a big stair step. But when you do hit those walls of frustration, it is a key indicator for you to take a step to the side and go, okay, I've mastered what I need to master. So really, what is it that I need to let go of? What is the next thing that I want to look for? And then wait for that resource to come forward for you. If you're moving into manifesting generator, you are the multitasker. Whoever says you can't multitask is full of crap. Like you are, you are the multitasker, but you do it in a way because you have to. If you do one thing for too long, you get frustrated, you get annoyed. If you're a business owner, do not niche down. You can utilize your energy in different pockets. So it's giving you that space to do so and the boundaries around that. So if you you know, for office hours, for example, for manifesting generators, have a stopping point, but have a stopping point so you know when you can move on to your next thing, right? So don't sit, sit in one space too long. Make sure you have it pocketed out. If we're moving on to projectors, I have a projector. And I, for you, it's Uh-oh, Mel, you're frozen. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okie dokie, y'all. 
technical issues. Okay. So for a projector, you mentioned you're mm -hmm. a projector, Mel. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad I got all of that. I was like, oh no, what did I talk about? <laughs> hey, y'all, this is real life, us doing it, it in the cut. So, hey, copy chat, peep that out. So, uh, Mel, you're a projector oh, and you were, uh-oh, can you hear me? So as a projector, we are meant to work in spurts. As I said, I'm a projector and that took me a long time to grasp onto that energetically, I can only be in a space two to four hours a day. And it's so easy to just, you know, be a part of that hustle mentality and all of that stuff. So understanding that when I have energy, that's when I, you know, am the best and creative. And then when I'm done, I'm done and that's okay. And reflectors and manifestors are actually pretty similar as well um, in that kind of shorter spurt energy style. Um, but all in that to say is understand and connect to your energy flow. We all have certain times a day where we're in it to win it and certain times a day when we are done. And I always tell people, you know, there's this miracle morning and all these great which they're fantastic books. However, I've met so many people who have tried to change themselves because they think they have to be a morning person to be successful. It's like, no, if you're their most creative from 10 PM to four in the morning, great. Then that's your most creative time. So maneuver your business around that you have full say, but these traditional ideas that we have to be available certain hours a day or certain times of the day, if it's not good for you, it's not good for the business because we're not here to be successful in short spurts. We're here to be sustainable and satisfied. I love that. And then out of the five different types, are there um, a few types that work well together? Like for, and the reason why I'm asking this is because with time and energy, if we're in mm -hmm. a relationship, we need to balance that relationship because that also takes our time and energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this is why I love utilizing human design because it gives people so much insight into themselves. And then sometimes I'll do like their partners or something not to be just to give them a little bit like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but most definitely you'll actually naturally see types in certain spaces. So predominantly in the coaching space, a lot of us are projectors because we are we're uh, designed as guides, as facilitators. So we naturally go into spaces where we're consulting, we're coaching, therapists, all of that jazz. The ones that are creative a bit more are usually your manigens or your generators. But manigens are usually in the copywriting space, the graphic design space, all of that. And you can work with people who are the same type as you. Again, human design has a lot of layers and where um, you can match each other if you're the same type as if you have different centers open or defined. Again, that's a lot of information, but for example, my partner is also a projector, but he has completely different defined centers than I do. So we're almost like puzzle pieces. Like he just, we fill what the other person does it. Yeah, exactly. So those things were like, he completes me. He doesn't complete me, but he definitely like fills up some spaces that I just don't have the capacity for, right? So it's, you know, again, it, it's going with your with your gut reaction, but you will find that there are naturally certain types of people 
that just gravitate to you. I, I gravitate or a lot of manifesting generators and a lot of generators gravitate to me because they need to have a projector in their life to just kind of calm themselves down and hone things in. I love that. And then another thing I want to um, throw out there for you and the audience, Mel, is, okay, now that we know a little bit more about ourselves, how we're wired, how can we recharge and refuel ourselves so we can have optimal time and energy? Because now that we're boosted, we could boost our business, boost our entire lifestyle, and then also give that boost to our children because they need us too. They need to be seen and heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can be such a beautiful example for your children. If you really take the time to answer the question, the book that I wrote is called She Profits and it's my outrageously simple five point entrepreneurial profit plan. And one of those points, the first point, which is the most important question is what do I want? And even at the start of the day, I mean, that question can be massive or it could be a grounding teeny tiny question. I like to use it in the morning. Like that's my energy check-in. So, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? Do I have the energy to match that? If not, then, you know, what information can I get now? What do I want to accomplish today? And when I have that set forward, yes, things maneuver again, as a primary caregiver to an autistic child, Things can shift in a heartbeat, but that grounding question still helps when after you've dealt with what you need dealt with, you go, okay, now what do I want? Is it, do I want a bath and complete silence? Or do I want to just go to work for a little bit just to kind of recalibrate myself? It's always coming back to who you are because you have everything inside of you to answer the call of your soul. You just have to find it and to have that practice to just sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do I want? What's the energy I have today? Now, what from my list matches those things? Then it's just a beautiful step-by-step space. I love that because when you ask yourself, what do I want? It is showing yourself that you're giving permission for you Mm -hmm. to navigate your day and what it is that you need to do according to your energy and then you won't feel like you're putting extra duties and tasks and etc when you don't necessarily have the emotional bandwidth or the Mm -hmm. mental bandwidth or the physical or even spiritual bandwidth to tackle that because you're asking Mm -hmm. what do I want and you're being present with yourself in that very moment and then you're navigating and then you're like Mm -hmm. okay I'm ready to rock and roll. I can get this done. I can get this done. And whatever you don't get done, you just put it on because there's always tomorrow or there's always later on whenever your energy is boosted and recharged. So I Mm -hmm. love that. And especially when you focus it on you, even, I mean, not to get like morose, but even if there wasn't a tomorrow, you still chose to do the things that you wanted to do. Yes, there's always going to be things that we have to do as parents, as caregivers, as adult humans. However, we're, there is so much time in our day that we have full say over. So it's recognizing what time do we have? We have full say over. What do we want? What energy do we have inside of that time? And then what do we want to accomplish inside of it? I love that. And then the last question before we jump into the CTA, Mel, is 
how can you help someone out there who's listening and they say, Mel, I feel like I have guilt whenever I'm looking Mm -hmm. at the things that I need to do time and energy wise. And I don't really feel like that's normal, but it's one of the emotions that I'm going through. And I want to shake that off so I can really tap in. Mm. First of all, guilt is real. I mean, mom guilt is a hundred percent real. And especially when you want to be able to provide for someone else or to be there for someone else, right? For those people pleasers out there, you probably all are like nodding your head like ferociously. So first of all, honor that guilty feeling because it's yours, it's valid, yes. And also know that you are human. You can only do so much inside of the day. And the thing is, is that, I mean, kind of just going back to what I just said, there is no guarantee for tomorrow. So with the time and energy you have, that is enough. And if people are going to gripe and moan, that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. So you either just need to step away, tune them out, do what you need to do, separate yourself from that. Exactly. Put on your earmuffs. (laughs) But honestly, at the end of the day, it's it's practice. It's practicing yes to yourself first. One of my favorite sayings is in order for you to create what you want, you have to stop saying no to the good so you can say yes to the best. So what is the best for you? And therefore that is the best for your kids, your partners, and everybody else around you. But no, it's not solved overnight, but the more that you practice putting yourself first and what do I want with my time and energy, the easier it will become. Mm-hmm. Y'all, make sure you wrote that down and if you didn't you could always rewind pause and write it down so you could actually put that on a sticky note put it on your mirror put it in your car or wherever you could see it as a constant reminder just to help you get past that and now we're going to jump into the cta call to action what is your call to action to hold the audience accountable because what good is hearing this information if they're not going to take what they heard and apply it to their life Oh, love it. So I have this awesome freebie called Bask in Your Tasks Checklist. And it's the energetically effective way to get shit done. And what it is, is basically what I talked about a little bit in deeper format. And it's check-ins and it's milestones and it's spaces for you to really reflect on. So you can create a profitable, again, that's mentally, emotionally, and financially to-do list. So every day you are energetically, effectively using the time and energy that you have and being able to have a sustainable, successful and satisfied space. And then Mel, please plug your website and share where you hang out primarily on social media so they can become part of your community. Absolutely. So the website is melmcsherry.com. Super easy. I hang out on Instagram. My handle is at mel underscore mcsherry and LinkedIn. I actually really love LinkedIn. Um, Same name, Mel McSherry. So you can definitely stalk the bejesus out of me on either one of those spaces. (laughs) I love that. And for y'all, if you're trying to spell her last name, it's M as in Mary, C as in Charlie, capital S as in Sherry, H as in Henry, E as in Edward, double R, Y as in yellow, Mick Sherry. And if you want to think about it, just think Mick like as Mickey D's and then just put Sherry with a Y. Well, there you go. (laughs) Perfect. So audience, 
audience, I hope you enjoyed this segment, us being real, the technical glitches, and all of that jazz, because this is all about being a human, embracing technology, and checking in with ourselves. Make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe. We're on 40-plus audio platforms, and you can see this video recording on YouTube by going to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, where would I be without my supporters? You know I only think about you. That is a remix from Draw Rules Song. I want to thank each one of you for supporting amazing guests like Mel, me, and everything that we do on this platform. Because of you, we're now ranked in the top 2% out of 2.9 million podcasts per the KPIs on www.listennotes.com. And my big ask, ASK, is for brand sponsors. It is paid sponsorship because it does take resources to fuel the mission and movement which is to bring topics and content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while also weaving in DEIMB, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us linking arms to make this world a better place. So let Mel and I know what you like, what you didn't like, feedback is a gift, and make sure you're following both of us and checking out both podcasts and just be a part of the community. Let's do life together. We're not in this alone. You matter. So tap, tap, tap in. And Mel and I are signing out with peace, love, and lots of blessings. Y'all have your yourself an amazing day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services could be here on GEMS Podcasts.